Hi people, I'm Modoni, I'm Caroline, Diana, I'm Sally, and together we are SOS Dadas! <laughs> Hi Sally! <laughs> to this podcast and it's a new year and i'm sure all of you are very excited about what's happening in your lives and everybody's possibly planning for something new and i think every year always comes with new excitements and new beginnings and everybody's always wanting to go like oh so what new thing am i doing you know some point can be coloring their hair some point's going bald i've gone bald before by the way <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly and red and i've got any you know contact so new things always bring new excitement to our lives and um, I always like this verse. It says, Proverbs, in Proverbs 16, verse 9, it says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. Correct. Because every every human being always has, this is what I want to do. You know, and, mm. we, and we segment it in our lives. Spiritual, mm. personal. We, we have weight goals. We have relationship goals. And Paul, like, 2019 is my year. And you know, amongst Christians, I think we hear that phrase a lot. You know, it, mm, it goes around. It's the year I'm going to get married. It's the year I'm going to have babies if you're, if you're, I mean, if you're in marriage and you don't have um, kids, um, if it's a year I'm going to move jobs. It's a year I'm going to get six-figure salary. For us entrepreneurs, it's the year we're going to land that big contract, right? That Correct. Exactly. So, but the one thing I've, I've, I've come to learn and, and, and realize that every day is actually a new year in our lives. Because God gives us life every single day in order for us to, to do better the next day. So every time you wake up, it should be what am I doing different? Mm. It's a new beginning. It's a new beginning. Exactly, that's the word. Yeah, and 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 today I want us to delve into personal experiences mm. that we've shared and learned. And I'll begin with Mudoni. Please tell us an experience <laughs> where you planned out your life. You know that one. You had goals, deliverables, objectives, milestones. You know, then you literally gave it to God. Rubber stamped it. What was your experience? What happened? Ah. Uh... I was going to buy a house wow. <laughs> by the time I was 30. Mm-hmm. Yay. Wow. Oh, yeah. I I mean, I even knew where it was going to be. I knew how much it was going to cost. Fantastic. And I think I did a job and that month I made money. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this I can actually pay cash money yeah, mm-hmm. for this house. Jeez. You know, I'm not, no mortgages, no nothing. It was a three-bedroom in Kikuyu. I, 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 I had the floor plans. Yeah. I was even knocking down walls because it's my house. Mm-hmm. I was going to buy it. And I'm an interior designer. I'm going to buy it off plan. I was shipping in bathtubs in my head from mm-hmm. Italy. Mm-hmm. It was like, so you cast iron, so it's really heavy. And I was wondering, is that still going to be strong enough to hold this bathtub? <laughs> yeah. So that didn't happen. How old were you, Mubani? I think that dream for having a house began at, 24 no even earlier because i think in my mind i always knew maybe even 18 Mm -hmm. so i think in my mind i always knew i'm going to own a house i'm going to own a house i'm going to own a house Mm -hmm. what i didn't think about is um because i also saw my parents you know like them but i didn't realize how old they were Mm -hmm. when they were buying a house you know because it's later on when i realized this this thing ain't happening and i realized they were 40s 45 Mm -hmm. so this thing for 30, <laughs> I didn't even know where it came from. Mm-hmm. It's just that I liked houses so much and I was going to be able to practice my interior design in it yeah. and it was just going to be amazing. Yeah. Let me tell you, 30 came. I hadn't even moved out. <laughs> Yanni, literally. <laughs> Story of our lives. Yanni, I moved out at 29 years old, 364 days. Mm-hmm. 
just then I basically my birthday eve mm. as in like <laughs> well, like, yeah it was, yeah, it was I literally moved out the night before my birthday mm. and slept in my house because I was like I am not turning 30 in my mother's <laughs> so forget even the floor plans uh, the, forget even the floor plans the housing yeah. kikuyu even renting was an issue mm. so you said when you go like humble thyself uh, these plans that uh, you know cuz you're planning about how you're going to ship in things from italy mm. to, i can even barely ship in things from china let me not even buy things <laughs> locally thank you so, china thank you china. yeah thank you thank you china but yeah so that's what happens when you plan and mm-hmm. you hand them over and you're like this is this is how we are going to do it god mm-hmm. right this is how we are doing it yeah. instead of asking like so how are we how are we getting where we're going but where where would you say that internal pressure came from can you say it was the friends around you or just <laughs> you just you just were this girl who had ambitions so i'm living you know like i'm living alone that was all me Let wow. me tell you that was all me. I t- I tend to live in this world of my own eh? mm-hmm. and I tend to dream big a lot. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. A lot. So I I no one around because I remember like Carol looking at me and thinking she's talking about buying a house. For me it sounded legit. <laughs> I can buy a house by the time I'm 30. What are we talking about? Yeah. It's it's when it's how much? Well, the house in Kikuyu was going to go what time was going for 4.5 for a two bedroom and 6.5 mm-hmm. for a three bedroom. Mm-hmm. What is 6 million? Mm. Hey. Yeah, let me tell you 6 million is something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's something. So then from that experience how have you learned to let go and let God? Now that's another thing because mm. I am I am a control freak. Mm. Like I do not know I don't know I don't like knowing not knowing what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I don't know how to ride a bicycle because that needs balance uh-huh. and I need to control the ground so I don't land. Mm-hmm. So if I don't have control over something I usually have a really hard time letting go. Okay. So I like things that if I I I like to know that I have control like four wheels gives more stability. I must know. Yes, so I can't just go whizzing through life like that. Mm-hmm. No, we need to have a plan. Okay. I need to know what's happening at every single moment. So for me that It's, it's it's having realizing that that doesn't work that mm-hmm. i i can't control my life mm-hmm. because there are so many factors there are other people there's the economy there's mm-hmm. i mean my intentions may be in the right place mm-hmm. but i really need to understand that i have no control over that yeah and that's basically what i've been trying to learn like it's a consistent thing that i need to learn it's a daily thing it's a daily do. thing moment thing exactly yeah. Yeah. so that to to learn how because actually my mantra for the whole of the whole of 2018 was uh let go no, let, let god. god like mm-hmm. for real because for, and that used to be a bit depressing until now when i realized there's peace in it mm-hmm. so when i when i when i stop worrying about having that house when i stop worrying about having that thing it's like you finally have that level of peace mm-hmm. so for me learning about you know letting god control my and my because it's more peaceful mm-hmm. than i going crazy about how we going to pull this yeah. off yeah because definitely i'm sure it's brought you anxiety a right? lot And anxiety lot. leads to other things, you know, in the, your life personally. The panic attacks, like I think I've had a few meltdowns yeah. where I called Diana, I think at 2am and I couldn't breathe. Mm. And it's all because I wanted to control what was around me. Mm. So the moment you realize you can't and it's okay, mm-hmm. there's, there's just this peace. I think something powerful yeah. you've also said that it's not, it's, it, it will be an event that now I've let go and I've surrendered. You yeah. know that song, I surrender all. Yes. I think it's something that's, that happens continuously. Mm. There are days you will fail, there are days you will fail, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there are days there's victory and yes. that keeps on building the muscle, yeah? Exactly. And then Carol, then how do we relate that 
because sometimes we struggle with knowing God's will. Mm. You know, because you know, God is this high and mighty, then there's us, and everybody is sort of like, I want to know God's will. I want to know God. Why do we struggle so much with knowing God's will? Is it that is it because God is too far fetched or it's because we don't know him? Mm. What would you say? So first of all, probably to make a disclaimer, you'll never totally know God's will. And that's why he calls us to fellowship. Mm. That song we used to sing in Sunday school when you are small, read your Bible, pray every day. Mm. Actually, literally, that's how you're meant to live as a believer. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm meant to say. If you want to grow. And it's not just about growing because, you, you know, the people will say, I found out God's uh, will and purpose of my life, which means right now could be, let me start a children's home. Mm. But imagine... It will change probably five years down the line. Exactly. You achieve that and God redirects you to a different mm-hmm. place. So just that disclaimer out there, you will never fully know God's will. And it goes back to, it's because God is not a God of opening the grand plan for you. Like my mm-hmm. child, this is A to Z, this is what you're meant to do. Mm-hmm. He requires us to move with faith from step one to mm-hmm. step two. And the reason why we struggle a lot to answer your question, Diana, it would go back to fellowship. Mm-hmm fellowship with god are you fellowshipping with god because when you fellowship with god it's it's what god says that my sheep knows uh my voice voice and that's what jesus said that my sheep know my voice so if you're not fellowshipping with god you cannot know his voice Mm. and also to point out to what modoni was saying we really want to control things and that's why we, we will struggle a lot because first of all we have fear in our hearts and the fear we have in our hearts, uh, first of all, it's not from God. Because mm-hmm. also the Bible reminds us that God has not given us a spirit of fear, yeah, but yeah. he's given us a spirit of sound mind. Yeah. So first of all, the fear, uh, and the fear is coming from wanting to control things. You mm-hmm. want to be your own, quote-unquote, God to control how things happen. So that 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 uh, the fear comes from you want to control things. You're not able to control things, so fear comes in. And when fear has not has come in, you're also not surrendering to God. You're not fellowshipping with God for mm. him to lead you. So simply, in the most simplistic way, I would say it's just fellowship and about uh, control and fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, then adding on to that, is there an experience where you've struggled to know God's <laughs> God's plan for your life? And are, you asking, are you asking probably, uh, are there experiences? <laughs> like <laughs> every day. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, what's your experience? Have you done? Because, of course, it, it's a daily struggle. It, it's a daily struggle because it goes back to what's God's will about uh, getting married? What's God's will about my business? What's God's will about me advising my mom on something? What's mm. God's will about helping my friend who is suffering? Mm. Should I know because I know Dana is going through this issue? Should I reach out or should I just wait? You know, mm. it's about very many things. And for me, it's even as simple as. Like this morning as we were, I was driving, as we were recording to, to, towards the studio to record, I was just like, God, like I really need to be there on time today. Mm. Just show me what road to use. And interestingly, the road I had decided to use is not the one I used. Mm-hmm. I went and find it jump-packed. I used the different routes. And it goes back for me, it's the small things that even when I'm in the parking lot at times, I'm asking God, God, please give me a parking. Mm. Yeah, because I need to do my errand as first. So my very big, probably my very... Um, stands out. Yeah, the stands out as an experience was in 2016. Yeah, I was working for this multinational. We're not mentioning names. <laughs> and yeah, I was in a high frank career by all standards and people my age. I was doing very well, traveling all, all over the world. Uh, 
performing very well. Like I had even received awards from the organizations and I was living simply the dream of any girl in her 20s. Yeah, and yeah, it was also a very big company and very prestigious in terms of just, you know, the prestige of working for this company. Mm. That when I went for events, even you tell someone where you work, eh, Maze, the respect you get was crazy. You differently, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and no other than that, no, also the money was good. Yeah. So uh, I remember this one day coming back from home. I had a very productive day at work, having an awesome time. And then I felt pretty low. Mm. And an inner voice I started speaking and telling God, God, let me know when your glory is over in this place, mm. in my employment. And, so and I didn't know <laughs> what was happening. Living a job and good money. Yeah. And, and, and okay. actually, you know, when I, when I said that, I think God was preparing me. You mm. can't imagine what happened. A month down the line after that prayer. prayer, that conversation I was having with God in my house, I had a new boss. Then he comes and tells me, oh, we're restructuring. Uh, we're letting people go. Caroline, it's nothing about your performance. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> now, the interesting thing is that there was an, an, so another senior Boston, the boss who was telling me about the region, uh, letting me go. Now, this boss is the person who had me and he'd seen the difference I'd made mm. in the company's work in the two and a half years it had been there. So him, I tell him about it. I even called him in panic mode. He tells him, Caroline, what's that rubbish? I've not had anything like that. You're not going anywhere. You're going to stay in this company. You, mm. You're the one of the hardest working people in our department and all that. So it's quite in a crossfire where now the two bosses, one is talking about headcount and they have to reduce and people. And one is fighting for you. And one is fighting for me. And it was really, really difficult. And they started asking. I was really bitter for three weeks because mm. I wasn't accepting that, hey, it's a wrap. Mm. God has said it's a wrap. And I wasn't even connecting back the dots to this prayer that God prepared you a month ago to say that mm. let me know when your glory is over in this place. Amen. It was really, really hard because I had this dream in my head that I would leave employment at 35. Mm. And that time I was 29, 20, 28, yeah, mm. 28, 28, I think I was 28. I had this dream that I had seven more years to work, oh. build my capital, and then I would start a consultancy. Like I had a plan. 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 Actually, I had written it when we were doing our master's, uh, Mm. the leadership plan we had Mm. done for ourselves. So I had this concrete plan. So for me, there wasn't that plan for living. So that, for me, it felt very premature and I wasn't accepting of it. Mm. And it made me have a lot of bitterness for weeks, for like two to three weeks. And then I realized with my bitterness, I was so frustrated even I wasn't able to pray and read the Bible effectively. Mm. And the day I just, just, just like, okay, God, let your will be done. I'm done with mm. this story. The interesting thing, the most interesting thing happened. The same day I received an email, my friend from university had sent a CV to a certain other multinational. Mm-hmm. And when they sent my CV, it be, it's been weeks. Uh, it had been weeks now since that time that drama started. I mentioned to her, you know, out of panic, who oh, send your CV to all your <laughs> <No>. friends? <laughs> Guys, we're looking for employment. Maybe yeah, we're looking for employment. You know? Yeah, so so uh, she sent my CV and for weeks we did not hear from this organization. But this day that I let Sunday go, I received an email. Hi, Caroline, we received your email from XYZ. Can we have an interview this afternoon? Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, uh, physically, no, 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 we'll call you. I had an interview for 30 minutes. Um, they told me they'd get back to me. They told mm. me, but as far as I'm concerned, I really like you. You'll mm. be on the team. Mm. 
and then after uh, that, she, she actually told me, I'll, I'll give you feedback within a few days. A few days down the line to shorten the long story. She sent, uh, I said I got an offer letter from them that I would be part of the, the team consulting. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is that now they come back and tell me, how much do you want to be paid? <laughs> They're asking you. Yes, asking me. The position I gave, of course, it was very ridiculous and expected them to negotiate with me. But also, I think it went back to what, where was my faith level? I quoted a monthly uh, consultant's fee that was five times what I was being given by my previous employer. Yes, and they honored you. Tell me, God, as in I'm telling you, you're there fearing, you're fearing, want to control that will, controlling that will, but when you let go and let God, he will surprise you abundantly beyond what you can think of. And expect. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was bittersweet living, mm-hmm. but... I really have no regrets. I have no regrets. It was time and God had prepared me and he ushered me unto the next level of what he wanted me to do. And I think from from what I'm getting from the two experiences and even my own personal experience, the environment, the corporate world, they always have, you know, these things, time, um, we call call them goal setting plans, (laughs) you know. I mean, three of us here, Sally, Carol and... um, and myself were in uh, Isaac, and you know you do these goal setting plans. I remember when I was we, there too. you were, oh, yeah, you, you were there for two, two weeks. weeks. I for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I was in Uganda, you know, and, and we were doing a, a, a planning session, and so you, you you give a timeline of your life. Hey, Diana, by thirty should have had two babies down yeah. and dusted. You know, I, I was in HR, so please, I was supposed to be top forty under forty. Yeah, I was oh, yeah. top under forty. I, I mean. Everything was planned out, you know. And at that time, you can't say that we didn't know God. No, no, no. We were church churchgoers, you know. By all my friend says it's called Christianese. We go to church on yeah. Sunday or Saturday, whichever day we worship. Yeah. It's practicing Christianese, not being a believer. Not being a believer, exactly. Yeah. And and we have them in milestones, and then we have them remind us to remind us what we're supposed to do. But I've come. To, I'm not saying planning is bad. It's important to plan because I think there's a Bible verse that tells us that if you've not built your house on a solid foundation, it will come down. Yeah. And to a solid foundation, you must plan to know how deep, how how your building will go. It determines how deep you are. So planning is important. But from what I'm getting is. If your plans have not been offered unto the Lord, if mm. if God Himself is not directing your, your your plans, and that's the foundation, and that's the foundation, yeah. yeah, I think that's where we struggle, and that's why it's this concept. But you, you hear in Carol say, the day she surrendered, the day she got an email, you yeah. know, and it was like whoa, and then she's quoting salaries that are way above that she would not have imagined, and God prepared Carol to get a job immediately because God knew maybe Carol didn't did have to be a job for a long time because God knows our person and it operates with us very differently. I think my question to you, Sally, then is what's the relationship between our goals and dreams and God's plans? Because we have all those big goals and big personal dreams. I should have been doing this by this time, but then there's God's plan. How, how do we, how do we bring those two together? Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting the way you've said that people separate. Um, well, Personally, I'd say based on planning, mm-hmm. when you look at planning in its whole context, people plan based again also on their personalities yes. as well. Yes. So because, I mean, as you can hear from the others, people are quite uh, structured. Eh? Mm-hmm. Now, Sally, it's not that I don't plan, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I leave wiggle room. Let me just call it wiggle room in my life. Mm-hmm. I always have, and uh, I think it, it has worked to my advantage. However, it, indeed, it is important to plan all the time. Now, uh, and there's always a saying, if you don't plan, you plan, plan to fail, to fail yes. right? And so now when we put God in a box of our plans, mm-hmm. again, when you plan, so you create a checklist, 
done, not done, maybe, don't know, didn't think about it, tick, yeah. tick, tick, right? However, God is not put in a box. And so I'll go back to the question. Are we truly having a relationship with God? Mm. Like, are we really not just, uh, today I told somebody, actually our producer, I was saying we we are basically just convinced. We are not converted. Mm. So when we talk about God in relation to our plans, we have to be converted in the sense that we love God and we we put him as high value on our list. Mm-hmm. And so in everything we do, whether it is in our health, whether it is in our marriage, whether mm-hmm. it's in our, whatever the context it is, God has to be the plan, has mm-hmm. to be the plan. <laughs> he's the plan. He's the plan, yeah? He's the alpha and omega. Exactly, yeah. he's the alpha and omega, first and last. Mm-hmm. So if he's the first and last in your life, it really is not some task that, okay, now I have to find out, okay, what's God's plan for my life? No, it, it, it should be, God, in the morning when you wake up, what would you have me do? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm speaking to all my people out there who, as in, they are not good at coming up with the tables and the mm-hmm. and the structure and the ticking yeah. of boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wink, wink, mm-hmm. Carol. Like that. That is not that is not everyone's cup of tea, mm-hmm. including me. So, but I am not saying because I'm so in tune with God that you know all my plans are in relation to God. There mm-hmm. are times when I'm not specifically doing God's plan, and that mm-hmm. comes himself because I believe if you continuously just want your plans to go forth. Mm-hmm and not bringing out God's plan and actually God's purpose, yeah? Mm-hmm. So for me personally, I guess based on your question, like how does my individual plan relate mm-hmm. to God's plan for my life? Yeah. I needed first to tap in what does God want for me and what has he intended? Because I believe everyone on this earth is is on, on the planet to fulfill a certain purpose, right? Mm-hmm. So if you've not identified that, I'd say stop, drop the pen, drop the paper, drop the... The computer, whatever, wherever you're writing your document spreadsheet, even if it's on a tissue paper, mm-hmm. drop it and find out what's your purpose in life. Mm-hmm. What were you called to do? Mm-hmm. Why were you here? Why do you exist? Because we all have different goals and purposes. Right, and right. Based yeah. on our spiritual gifts, yes. based yes. on our um, how we think, our personalities, mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. So again, you should not create a plan if you've not identified where God can be in it. Because usually there are plans you know, hey, God's your upper. Like, I'm planning to rave the whole week, surely. First of all, when it's against the Bible, God's plan cannot be against right. what his word says. Ah, point. So true, if it's against true. the word of God, then what exactly are you doing? Mm. So if, as essentially, like for example, I'll talk about my purpose in life. My purpose is I'm a nurturer. That's mm-hmm. who I am. I nurture people to where they need to be. So my purpose is very driven to mental health mm-hmm. and areas to do with um, just identifying personal how... Personal development, possibly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah indeed. And, and how exactly your mind, how the mind can, how the mind works. I'm just fascinated mm-hmm. about the mind. So anything I do and I volunteer with people with mental challenges just on the side but I'm very uh, very uh, purposeful I'd say Mm -hmm. very purposeful when it comes to um, ensuring that God because I know that it's God's plan okay Mm -hmm. this is how I know it's God's plan because anytime that my plans are not in relation to service to others Mm -hmm. then it is not God's plan Mm -hmm. because my God's plan is based on service to others Mm -hmm. and I believe if you look at your plans I don't know how you guys Mm -hmm. I'm sure you guys have some Excel sheets for for this year 2019 (laughs) I do not Mm -hmm. so uh, I'm just saying like I just do checks what do mm-hmm. i call it quality checks like mm-hmm. pit stops the way you have to stop for in a gas station when you drive here and there i always check like is it serving others mm-hmm. yeah so if my plan if my plans are not serving others and if they cannot come back to glorify god and not self like oh sally sally opened you know like i volunteer often with um a certain home that i found uh, last year mm-hmm. uh specifically on uh, people with down with autism and down syndrome so i'd be like oh these kids have 
have grown in confidence, they're able yes. to do certain hand motor skills. Can see the difference. I can start saying this is me. Mm. But at the end of the day, do they see love? Because what is being a Christian? Love, mm. being kind, being patient, being uh, long suffering. So if those fruits of the Holy Spirit are not Galatians coming out, Galatians five twenty two. Yeah. Right. So if those mm. things are not coming out, then essentially my plans are not there. Mm. Um, something else I also want to like a really cool verse that. Basically, I'm summarizing Philippians 1 verses 9 that says God has wonderful plans for your life. Mm. So regardless of how awesome you think your mind can think about <laughs> about a plan, mm. especially as women, we're like, yeah, you know, we've seen the color theme. Mm-hmm. We've seen, and I'm talking about weddings here. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, you've seen the color theme. You've seen everything. Uh, essentially, God has seen better. Imagine. And we need to trust him. So back to mm, Carol's point, yeah. like, do you have faith? Yeah. Do you have, you know, faith of a mustard seed? Mm. Do you know how small that seed is? So tiny. Mikadogo. Don't we know how many they take to make mustard? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> billions, I guess. I think it's billions. <laughs> so do we have that faith? So when we, really, when we mix God's plan, when we mix God's plan, with our plan, it's not that we say this is this part of my plan is God's plan, the rest is mine. They shouldn't be mm. ours and God's plan. Marry Very them together, true. synchronize, and the result is always a positive one to your advantage. Yeah, and I think what I'm getting from what Sally is saying is this issue to do with uh, self. Self is our biggest undoing, and that's what we struggle with. You know, yep. me, myself, and I. You know, Kenyan English, me, myself, me, I, and I. You know, you remember that song? Okay, yes, sorry. because we put ourselves first, past. and then we want God to be the one now who. Who, who we slide in, in you know, to this plan. Yeah. And uh, just to give a, a short Bible story, you know, Abraham and Sarah, God had told them, father of many nations. He's like, sir, cheers. Yeah, it's real. But then it figured a point. They're like, uh, me, I'm not seeing this coming. I'm growing old. Yeah, so they mm. devised a plan, mm. you know, to help God. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah, because <laughs> surely God, you cannot know what... I mean, you don't know I'm, 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 I'm old. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's a dry. How even this is going to happen? I mean, surely Poppy women stopped it happening a long time ago, yeah. you know. Yeah. So they devised a plan, yeah. and it was foolproof. Yeah. Got a co-wife, Danny, Danny, pregnant. It's my design. Yeah. And God is like, me, I had a plan. And God's plan was still fulfilled despite. Amen. You know, yeah. but you see, it brought out of you know, the co-wife put issues into the home and all these things. And that's what happened. And when, still we're suffering because of that. We're suffering because of that. So the consequences of us using our plans will forever happen, you know. But God's plan will still prevail. And right. I like what, what, what Carol said, you know, mm. when um, the verse you gave. Did you give a verse? What did you talk about it? How when we let God be, when God surrenders, you know, mm. so when we, we surrender, God, right? you know, yeah. then God is able to take charge. And I mean... It's amazing. So let's not let the world define for us how mm. to plan. Since we're Christians, right? Yeah, since yeah. we're Christians, we can plan, but God initiates, but man regulates. You know, Ooh, let's, yes. God initiates, but man regulates. Hashtag, hashtag for, that. for that. Yeah, yeah. we should do hashtag for that. Thank you so much for joining us. I feel like there's so much we can still delve into this, but check out our blog, please. There'll be a podcast on planning and it will give so much more information. Our Instagram, our Facebook and our YouTube pages. It's an amazing having this. We want to hear more of your questions. Please write to us and anything you'd want to hear. Special thanks to Billy, our producer. And yeah, we'll see you in our next podcast. Bye. Bye.